What is going on, everyone? I want to give you guys a quick heads up before we get into this episode. This episode was pre-recorded before we knew that Eric Holder was the the shooter that killed Nipsey Hussle. Um, in this episode, we go back and forth of not knowing what you know who who the killer was or if it was a conspiracy, this and that. I just want to get that out of the way. This was pre-recorded before we knew any of that information, but we still thought it was worthwhile to put it out when we dig deep into Dr. Sebi. And the power of natural medicine and just, you know, overall, just a lot of information that we gained looking into this and we wanted to share. So we still thought it would be worthwhile. Um, Just want to put out that disclaimer. And, you know, without further ado, let's just get into the show. What up, what up, what up? Now, I know what everyone's going to be thinking. We lied. Like, damn. They said they weren't going to have a Friday episode, and then it just popped up. Like, what? We lied. Yeah, I know. I know. My bad. <laughs> now, the reason this changed is because uh, we found out, I think it was a little bit later in the day after we were done recording, yeah. that one of like the rappers that I, I follow, I listen to, I, I was heavy on as a kid and you know now as an adult, passed away. And I'm sure... If you follow, the, you're in the within the rap world. Even you know it's being reported on the news and certain uh, big like news, CNN and all that stuff. They mm-hmm. reported it, of course. Um, so Nipsey Hussle passed away, and man, this this it's 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 starting to hurt. Just like how when you like when your um when your family like knows a, a certain artist that passed away, and then they feel like hurt because it's like, damn, you kind of they had a connection with that person through the music. Yeah. Like when when Prince passed, I don't really I listen to his music but i'm sure yeah. like a lot of people were affected by that michael jackson a little bit for me i don't know mm-hmm. what i get it well you didn't have anyone pass away that you like that was a, an artist um i was surprised when avici passed away um that was like a year ago really a year or two ago <laughs> oh man oh real quick we didn't even introduce this last week le- not last week last tuesday this past tuesday get um, together you got this my bad we, we didn't even <laughs> we went straight into it because we were just hyped about he the topic. So if you're new <laughs> and you're listening to us, what's going on? I'm Shadell, the better half of Paging the Simpsons. I am here with my lovely fiance, the second greater half of Paging the Simpsons. You are? I'm Lauren and you need to stop that <laughs> crap. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So I want to talk about this because Nipsey Hussle passing hit me. It, it, it hurts. Like, yo, just like when XXX Tentacion died back last year, I think June, July, and Prodigy the year before that. Like, these people were passing away, and it's like, yo, I like, damn. They're young. I mean, Prodigy wasn't young, but like, it's like, you don't see it coming. Are, you don't see it coming. I mean, Nipsey was 33. Exactly. Something like that. That's kind of terrifying. And what sucks is, like, I know you have for you that comes from this this part where it's like um you think rappers are all I don't know like misogynistic or whatever. I do like, not think they all are. I'm saying oh, what's in mainstream media and what is like put out there as okay. the kind of thing that it is. Okay. It, it's portrayed as that. Okay. Nonetheless, like yo, Nipsey was one of those guys that were like I got money, I'm going to give back to the the people that were in the the same town as me or the same community as me. Mm-hmm. So he like he he had businesses like he he owned a lot of places he got those people that you know probably were doing bad things like selling drugs robbing people to hey you can work go work here i got a job for you like it's like he was someone that's like i'm trying to help everyone else out and it just sucks when someone like that gets killed and then it's like what happens there mm-hmm. and, and you'd like it you think why why and it's like you hope what happens is the same thing what happened when uh tupac was like you know i may not be the change but i'm going to be the one that sparks the change in someone else Mm -hmm. and it's like you kind of hope that that is the case where you know it may not be me or you that gets that gets influenced by nipsey's passing but you just hope that that there's one person that gets influenced and then you know maybe five ten years from now there's that person that's like yo i was influenced by nipsey by this person by that person and that that helped shape me and you know made me want to give back to to these people or help out you know other people that don't have it as good as i do mm-hmm. and that's the thing that sucks like that that's what always hurts me with, the, with these um all these artists dying especially these people that have these these this money um that can really help out that's that's my issue and why i was like 
Ugh, I was feeling it. I'm feeling it every time everyone passes away, and I'm just like, damn. I'm waiting for like, like, I'm waiting for like, I don't know, like one day like Jay and like Nas and like those higher ups. I know you you're not big on this, but I'm waiting for like those higher ups to pass because like that that in itself is like another iconic like day where it's like wow, wow. Well, I feel like anyone feels that if it's wow. someone that's more popular and mainstream dog all i know is i'm hurt <laughs> it's it sucks because it's like you don't even know this person never met nipsey in my life of course but it's just like yo like you rocked with this person you supported them like i saw nipsey when i was it was back not saw him but like i i've been following him since i was back in high school um everyone that knows rap you probably familiar with lloyd banks and i'm like i remember i think it was i feel like him and nipsey were like similar they had either had a song together or something and i'm like yeah i rock with nipsey because like the way he he handled himself. It was very similar to Banks. He, he was very lyrical. And I was just like, yeah, I, I, I dig it. And since then, I've been like, yo, I'm a fan <laughs> and just been following. So it just, I don't know. It hurts. Now with Nipsey <laughs> passing, um, I didn't know this, but we've, and of course, other people that didn't know this, we found out that he was working on a documentary about Dr. Uh, Sebi uh, is how he pronounced his name, I'd like to say. And which then had me looking uh, more into this a bit more because he mentioned it in his album Victory Lap uh, that came out last year. And I, I'm curious. So I showed you a video that's that's it's a popular interview. It's like a, has over a million views on YouTube. It's from mm-hmm. like 2015, 15, I'd like to yeah. say. I forgot who, who posted it, but it was like this guy um, that had a talk show and Dr. Sebi was on it and like. Me not knowing this guy and then knowing like what you've gone through, which we're going to talk about, it's it's so interesting. And I'm like, damn, I'm starting to like, I kind of want to change up my lifestyle um, knowing this. Um, also, if you guys don't know, because I've been following this like Nipsey Hustle thing, I was like, I really want to see this documentary. I like, I hope someone like carries it on. Um, and su- supposedly, I think it's confirmed, but Nick Cannon said he's going to be the one to complete it. So I'm like, yo, that's that's great. That's terrifying. It's terrifying. That's terrifying to have to step up and take that. That's terrifying, but that's great. Like, I'm like this. because uh, So here goes the next part. We don't know for sure if if it is. It's a conspiracy at this point. Mm-hmm. We don't know if, yeah, this could have been someone that, that it wasn't game related or it could have been. I saw something also where it's like police say it was like a close friend. So that could be the next case. It's hard to tell. Uh, yeah, but it's kind of weird what the documentary was going to be about. It is. That's what makes and it all s- sketchy. What's funny is he he put out an interview and he was like, uh, not put out an interview, but he was in an interview recently and he was like, yo, if they kill me for this, um, y'all better ride for me. And I'm like, Ugh. You realize this is what happens to a lot of celebrities. I do. I don't <laughs> think Michael Jackson was even an accident. Yo, and what's funny, when I show you that that uh, Dr. Sebi thing, he was like, oh, he treated Michael Jackson. And yeah. like he, he did like... And it's funny because it was in 04 and he's talking about how he was having sleep issues and he helped him with that. And then here we were like, what, five years later is when Michael Jackson died because of sleep issues? Was it sleep issues? Yeah, they claimed how he couldn't... Stuff. They claimed how he couldn't sleep so that the doctor was giving him like crazy amounts of stuff just to sleep. Yeah, and, and then Dr. That's Sebi how was died. trying to help him uh-huh. clean out. He's like, he said, I f- he used some term, I forgot what it was called, but it was like essentially like cleaning his cells. Um, I was like, that's oh, interesting. Oh, key something. Um, it was it was interesting. Um, so Dr. Sebi, if you... Intracellular chelation. Oh, look at you. You got the notes here. I got the notes here. Um, <laughs> and it, it's so interesting learning about this guy. So if you don't know Dr. Sebi, we're going to give you a brief run through of what we learned watching this interview. And I, I mean... He is no longer around either. Yeah, he, he passed away... Um, from what I looked up, it looked like he he passed away because he was in custody um, of the police and he passed that way. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And of course, that's always fishy to me because you always think about like Sandra Bland and all the other people that have passed away being in police custody and like uh, that's fishy to me. And the type of life he carried out. Yeah. Oh yeah. So that's what makes it a big deal. We're gonna get right into it. I have some notes on my phone, as I'm sure you do. Mm. And I, I just really want to get into this and also kind of touch on what you've gone through. Because now it's like, damn, 
Like, I'm so, so interested. He's over here texting me this morning. Whoa. Like, okay, this is an hour long video. So he watched it and then later I had watched it. And he's over here texting me like his eyes finally have opened. Like he's well, no. seeing a whole new no, side. Not, not seeing a and whole new side. But no, it's just sir. Like, it's, no. Oh, so it's kind of one of those things where I've like told him all my success stories and my opinions on a different kind of lifestyle and all that kind of stuff and then you know he's like yeah no if that works for you that's great whatever (laughs) but he wasn't like into it and he didn't really like like he would do like my dietary restrictions somewhat but not as strict because he not as strict sir oh yeah not as strict i I still follow i just Uh, i I just indulge every uh, now and then every now and then sure (laughs) so like yeah he he never did it as much as I did because, well, in his mind, he doesn't have to. But just well, because he's not presenting any immediate symptoms does not mean <laughs> this, this he doesn't sim- have to. It's probably but. symptoms. Like I get, uh, like after not eating for a while, I get those like headaches. Like this, this symptoms, and I'm sure which is an imbalance. Dog, we're not gonna sit here and diagnose me. That's what we're I not swear, gonna do. I've told him so That's many times. So there's a um, a finger prick test that I did through my naturopath, and it's like. She pricks your finger and you put like four little like dots or something on the card. They send it in a few weeks later. You get back essentially all of your like food sensitivities. And it's on a scale of one to nine. And um, if you're like above a three or a four, you shouldn't be eating that food because that is now going to create something in you. It could be it could present in different ways for different people. And I've told him so much. I want him just to do that. I am so curious because he could have completely different sensitivities than me. But yeah. So anyway, so he's texting me this morning all like with his eyes open finally. And I'm like, hallelujah. (laughs) All right. so, So to get into this a bit more. So. Dr. Sebi, one of the things he has done, he has healed 13 people of AIDS. Like, and to give you an idea, this is all naturally. Like, he's he's not giving you, like, herbal. as you go to the, yeah, herbal. He, he's not going, like, you're not going to a doctor's and he's giving you, yo, pop this pill at this time, pop this pill on this day. Like, right. it's none of that. They're not like pharmaceuticals. It's not chemotherapy. It's not anything. It's all about adjusting to your diet. And it's like watching this video, it, it opens your eyes to being like, huh, maybe you should rethink that we're, we're not made to have, you know, the starchy foods, the meats, the blood that's in the meats, like all this stuff that it's like, we're not really meant to have this. Yeah, I mean, I, this is what we're not going to do is you sit here and preach to me. Let's not do this. And I'm not perfect by any means. I have dietary restrictions, but I'm not completely vegan. I still eat meat. I still like I still, you know, cheat every once in a while. And I still I still crave like all the dairy and all the everything. So like I'm not perfect. It's not like I'm a strict like vegan and everything. But um, I've just found that through changing a lot of these things, my mm-hmm. life has vastly improved. My health has vastly improved. So my quality of life has. So I could completely understand where he's coming from. And so this guy, like I said, he he healed 13 people of AIDS. Like they, they no longer have Which is AIDS. crazy. Um, he essentially, he claims or he said that he can cure people of blindness or he has cured people of blindness aids sickle cell herpes seizures and more you may have a better list if you took all those down but he diabetes uh, asthma a long range of of things which i'm like woohoo fellow asthmatic and it's like <laughs> it is wild so what essentially happened after he has done this and i think you you noted that it was like 77 people so what well no i don't know how many he's done total okay. what happened later in the interview is he's saying that to prove his point in the in the uh, trial or whatever, he had to bring oh, nine I people. See. So all these different people that he's treated from different illnesses. Yep. But instead of nine people, he brought seventy seven. Yeah. To make a point. Yeah. I'm like, wow. And so he was well, a very confident man. He knew exactly what he was doing, and he was again. He was just another man who was there, trying to serve people, trying to make people better in an ethical way and like just be a good person and um he knew it so before leading to the trial part there so you know after doing this after you know healing so many people he put out um an ad in uh, i guess in a new york newspaper i'm not sure exactly which one when i was doing my research and that's where it followed where um he was you know then arrested for 
uh, what do you call it, for practicing medicine without a license. Mm-hmm. And he was put in jail. And he, and he, he said, like, everyone, like, his, his team or his people around him were, like, all, like, worried for him. And he's sitting there, like, in jail, like, happy. He's like, yeah. he knows that he has all this proof he, and he's ready for this. He said when he cured his 13th AIDS patient, his mom said, they're going to get <laughs> you. And, and I'm like... That's exactly what I always say. Like, I believe yeah. in this conspiracy stuff. I, you know, something ain't right. There's di- there's such a, a hierarchy of just people and different wealth and different power and all this. I don't trust everybody. I don't think everybody's in it for other people and for the good of people. And yeah. what people have to realize is being sick is a huge business, like mm-hmm. so many people are making so much money off of so many illnesses yep. because constant prescriptions, constant doctor visits, constant chemotherapy, hospitals, everything. Death. If you, yes. Like you're, make, you're making money through it Every all. step of the way. The longer you are sick, the more they're making money. Mm-hmm. It is not health care. That is, that's such a fraud. Like it's not, you're not actually healthy. So, and that's what people have to realize is that's why I, I don't, I don't trust all this stuff. I understand that you have to take medication sometimes. There are some things you have to do. I'm not one of those people that I'm like completely against. Like if I have to go to the emergency room and they have to pump me on something or, if, you know, whatever. I'm not against complete, you know, everything when it comes to Eastern medicine, mm-hmm. but he has a very valid point that when it comes to Western medicine and herbs and everything, this is what, like, you should be giving your body what your body can accept already. Because when we're putting different foods and different medications and different stuff in our body that it doesn't understand, now it has to form and manipulate to it. And ultimately, that doesn't do any good for your body. Yeah, That, you know, and... and it's yeah. this vicious cycle. And now that you mention that, um, he he also mentions in the video where it's like all the starchy foods, um, like Rice. all these foods where it's like, yeah, it's not it's not meant for Rice, your body. Beans, meat, whatever. And to like further to get into that a bit more, um, he was saying like when he was you know put on trial in front of the judge, he has to judge three questions, and I jotted these down here. Mm-hmm. Um, did you? I don't know if I put the questions. Oh, yeah, I put the questions because I'm like, yeah, these are interesting. <laughs> so he asked, he, so he was defending himself. He did not have a, a lawyer with him, which I'm like, that is crazy. Um, but he was sure about himself. So, he, yeah, he was good. So the first question he asked is, is it a fact that the Holy Bible teaches that the Bible is for the healing of the, na- sorry, what the, the Bible is for the healing? I think that the herbs are for the healing of the nation is what i'd like to say it was okay (laughs) my notes are trash my bad you're like reddit (laughs) and the judge said yes um because like i said they're trying to get him for uh what do you call it practicing medicine without a license if you think about it he even said he's like yes i have no schooling like he literally has zippo of schooling he came from honduras and like he has nothing but again it's and i understand I get it to a degree because even my naturopath, she is an actual doctor. Yeah. She went to medical school and all that stuff. Yep. Um, so I get it. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, how all these years ago, people used to treat stuff with herbs and natural ways without a license. <laughs> you just used to do these things yeah. before all of this stuff took over our nation. And then, so the next question he asked her, this is the second question. He's like, is it a fact that science shows the human body is carbon-based? Now, of course, I don't know if this is true or not. I'm going by him and the judge agreed. So I'm assuming this is true. Because he was relating to that to water and everything. Because he's talking about how important water is, too. And, which um, is very true. He goes on to say, and to complement a carbon-based body, you need a carbon-based substance. Because it only accepts that substance uh, because it's called chemical infinity and from affinity affinity um and i guess the brief description he gave for chemical affinity is the body accepting only the body only accepting what it was made up of exactly and that's exactly what i'm talking about yeah because i remember my doctor she said when i had to go off gluten was one of them and she said wheat is produced to never die 
and we're putting that in our bodies. That's exactly. And it's crazy because they're like, yo, they're like wheat. Wheat bread is like, oh, it's it's so much healthier for Hello. you. Hello, yes. Stuff. All we see on the advertisements: whole wheat better's bread is better than white bread, yeah. and whole wheat pasta is better, and all. It's so hearty yeah. and it's so good for you. If something is not designed to ever die. Do you really think that's made for your body? Like we talk about, y- yes, like, sure, you don't want to buy groceries every two days, but like at the end of the day, your fruits, your veggies, whatever you eat is better with no preservatives and all that crap on it because yeah. that's the most natural form. See, and what's so tough is like we've been we've been living this lifestyle for so long, so it's like, Our damn, to be like, yo, you got to take out the meats. Yeah. You got to take out, like, you can't, glucose, you can't have any sugar. Like, to take out all these stuff that we've lived with since we were kids up until we're adults is mm-hmm. crazy to me. And it's very interesting because he talks about glucose. He says that is the single worst enemy, mm-hmm. which I thought was interesting because for me, I mean, my doctor wants me to limit sugar. She doesn't want it. Like, there's limits, I think, of 25 grams a day, which if you look at all the sugar, the added sugar there's that's in all of, of your products, like, it adds up faster than you think. You're probably think. killing that you in have, one snack. You, but you can have sugar in something that you don't think even has sugar. It could be a box yeah, of mac and cheese or something. Good. Yeah, so... Um, but I, she hasn't told me to like completely em- eliminate it. And I'm thinking because sugar is very much addictive, it's it's like crack. Oh, tell me. Okay. I'm addicted to candy. Literally, have you ever noticed? I don't know if you've ever tried this. I have. I have tried having zero sugar for even a day. I it is hard. I can't. Your body craves it. It is actually an addiction. Just like I, that's what happened with me and cheese. When I first had to go off cheese, because yeah. they actually say that cheese triggers the same part in your brain that, as yeah. drugs. That's insane. Yeah. It's literally addictive. And I find that, yeah, out of all the things I've had to give up, cheese is the only thing I want more of. Everything else, I'm fine with nothing with gluten in it and all this and even the dairy products, whatever. Eggs, I'm cool. Cheese is the thing I want the most. <laughs> whether it is a cheese sauce on pasta yeah. or, or shredded cheese or whatever. That is all I ever want. Yeah. Still. And I do not eat it. What? I eat maybe a cheat meal once a month, once every couple months at this point. Mm-hmm. So like, and I still want it all the time. Yeah. That's insane. Uh, man. That's crazy. What are they doing to that? Well, it's, it's a lot of things. <laughs> it's like. Why does it do that to us? You know, that's scary. Like, like, I can't even imagine myself. Like, it's tough because we go grocery shopping. And it's like, yo, I feel like at this point, I just have to have like a, even a small bit of candy just to get me through the whole week. Like just yeah, I've just, noticed that. Like I'm just like I, I'm, and it sucks because I can't like imagine myself like let's saying like okay, let me not get any candy, let me not get any ice cream, let me not get any chips, mm-hmm. and like it's so tough because I'm like okay, then what else am I gonna eat? And if I try switching it up and like you know let's eat more things that you can find that are gonna be you know out in the wild, mm-hmm. which is that whole like organic like healthy like more strawberries more bananas more like more carrots like, based. yeah Plant more based of diet. the stuff that you can find yeah. out there and it's just like it's tough because that you're so used to the sugar you have yeah. to like break that and it takes so long and and, and, it, and people ugh. always talk about fruits but fruits just don't oh, yeah, do fruits, it the same way that yeah. artificial sugar does and it yeah. makes sense and oh, trust me i know and the thing is i grew up where after dinner every night it was just a routine to have dessert. You saw this when we first yeah. started dating. You like you didn't get that. Like you were just like, I'm full. I don't really want anything. Yeah, you guys like ate right after. We, I'm like, uh, it was a routine that we would eat dinner yeah. and we would look forward to dessert right after. That was like oh God, the greatest thing after a stressful school day like, or whatever it was. We got that reward. You found and so, comfort in food. Yes. So it's it's uh, it's now it is an all encompassing problem because now you're leaning on food for emotional distress and you're also getting addicted to it from Mm -hmm. what it is and it's becoming a routine so now it's harder to break it is and then you're getting you're getting as you're eating that your body's getting sick you're gonna start Mm -hmm. feeling some health issues down the road you're soon gonna have to go to the and then yes then what happens the vicious cycle of doctors and medicine yep which I am not like I'm not trying to put doctors down. They save lives. They still are very much necessary. Mm-hmm. I think though, it's more necessary to live a different lifestyle altogether. And again, that could be I, like this guy. He says a lot of things. He kind of says it as an all-encompassing thing. I think personally, uh, 
you could have different lifestyles for different people because again, we're all kind of made differently and we're all kind of, uh, we've had different struggles. So it's tough. It's tough because lo- we're not born. We're not, we're not, we're not born into that like lifestyle. Just being true. Like, we're all born that. the same. We're born eating like however, the same junk food or eating that stuff. It's so tough. However, think about it because it starts in the womb. What is oh, your mommy? Yeah, yeah. So if you if you think about it too, like you could be you could be born addicted to stuff. Not like I mean, it's more so drugs. If your your mom's oh, yeah. on drugs or something, you actually become addicted yeah. in the womb. But I believe that what your mom is eating in there now may be what you gravitate towards or what you enjoy more. And I given, I mean, sure, I haven't been pregnant yet, but I I do understand that everyone's different and if there's an insane craving you don't want to you know you want to give into it or you know if you're barely eating you'll eat whatever you feel like at the moment Uh you know i understand there's different circumstances but i don't know i feel like that's where it starts and then here you go and then as the kids growing up oh they won't eat anything they're throwing a tantrum so throw them this oh man just to get through the day the thing is we're human so i'm not putting that down like hey if you just you need a break fine like you just give them a thing but then it's like if you start adding everything together it's not good that's how the kids get picky and like for example like my little brother (laughs) you i was a super picky child i did not guys i did not eat vegetables until i started on this lifestyle a year and a half ago a year and three quarters ago damn how do you like so many vegetables you you i would fight my doctor about peas yeah I didn't want to eat peas. So I started eating peas. Peas are really good. Then I got used to them. Then I started eating carrots, got used to them. Then I like broccoli now. Yeah. I never thought I'd like broccoli. Still hate asparagus. I've tried it several times, still don't like it. But I've tried. I mean, I don't. I liked it only, like, I think grilled is the time I liked I it at some like place. It. I, don't, I don't know. Gr- but, well, grilled, I don't know, did something with the flavor of it. But, but yeah, so, like, guys, it's insane. But I do. I feel better when I eat the more vegetables and, and stuff. What What's interesting when we did, you know, I don't stay like so heavy onto this like diet as you do. Mm-hmm. But I do know like I'm for I'll say I'm like 50 50. I won't give myself a whole higher percent, but I'm 50 50 with it. Yeah. And it's like when we go out to like go eat at a restaurant with your family or or, or if you want to have a cheat meal someplace and we go and eat and it's just like. That food is so heavy because you're probably going to mm-hmm. have a burger. You're going to have pasta. You're going to have right. pizza, something with gluten in it. Right. And it's just like it's so heavy. And it's like right when you're eating like some food that doesn't have the, the gluten and the starch and like all this mm-hmm. stuff that's not good for you. And you're not used to it yo, anymore. You don't feel heavy it's, at all. It's very interesting. You have more energy. You like, overall feel better. My diet, like my, my lunch has been for a whole year, I realized, has been Soylent, which is the meal replacement. You, you can look it up um and apple and banana and that's that's been my lunch like that and i eat that like it, it gives me enough to get me through my rest of my day and mm-hmm. i'm good like so it's all just made of stuff that you could find within your house True. The only I am fifty fifty with soylent because you're also having a lot of soy and a lot of much. people can argue that a lot of soy isn't good for you I don't, either i don't think there's that much but don't quote me on that the problem is you know what i've noticed i'm glad that i don't have a soy at least intolerance like i do with gluten dairy eggs and almonds because uh if you look at everything soy is in everything but i don't think everything. i don't think soylent has like a lot of soy like i think it's just it's that's just, uh, that's just the name it is but anyways, yeah, it's it, you're right because when we do go out and it's like, yeah, when we go out with my family for a holiday or something or we go out with friends every once in a while, like, yeah, I'll kind of count that as my cheat meal because basically, yes, it's better the longer I go without stuff and I've been doing better since we got back from vacation because I just needed to reset my yeah, body. But, um, you know, I for my sanity, it, it was kind of like, okay, I get a cheat meal like once a month or every couple months or something, whatever my body's good for. Um, and yeah, like when we go out, it's an I love it. My taste buds love it. Mm-hmm. One, I get full faster because it's heavier. Two, I get exhausted immediately. And three, I get a migraine. And it starts probably within like 15 minutes well, after I'm I, finished and eating. And I feel like all the stuff you're saying... I feel the same. So I'm pretty sure this is it's all crazy. around. And it and usually we, has everything that I've eliminated. We just think it's normal because I work with, you know, I'm with my coworkers and everything. And like, they'll 
you know, go out and get lunch or go to the, the across the hall to the cafeteria and get something. And it, of course, it's, there's going to be pizza, pasta, lasagna, like all that stuff. Right. So it's like they're like, oh, man, after lunch, I just I just feel tired and all stuff. And I'm like, in my head, I'm thinking, I know why you feel yeah. like that. Because oh, yeah. it's, the, it's the food you're eating. That oh, food yeah. you're not supposed to eat. Well, it's just like, um, you know, we're talking about how the quote unquote normal thing is the doctor's prescriptions, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. They also don't make it easy to eat cleaner because it is more expensive. Yeah, it, it costs so, way more. You know, yeah, McDonald's for that night is cheaper than a healthier meal that night. Or, you know, even at the grocery store, these prepackaged things or these um, non-organic things or whatever they are. Yep. Just regular cheese versus vegan cheese. And it's yeah. insane. Like it... These things are so much more expensive. So there we go so, again. It's a money making and it's thing. pricing out. If if you're if you can afford it, mm-hmm. you're like, hey, you're gonna so live a nice lifestyle. Seeing, right. Where are we seeing more of these health issues pop up now? Yeah. People who can't afford it. Yeah. So now they're getting sicker. But what are they gonna do about it? Because at the end of the day, they just need to put food on the table for the kids. They need to eat. Period. Pretty much. It's not about now. That it's a vicious cycle again. It's terrible because then you're still going to be paying for doctors and yeah, prescriptions. And stuff. That's the thing. That's, oh, see, yeah, here we go. That's the thing. <laughs> I pay a we pay a lot of money. Okay, when it comes to my doctor visits, my supplements, my the way I have to eat, all that stuff. Yeah. In reality, I am sure we are not saving any money living this way than if I was living eating like crap and all my doctor visits and prescriptions before because in the end it kind of I feel like all balances out because I used to guys when I was a kid I would be sick like a kid kid I would be sick every two weeks I would miss school every two weeks growing up and I was constantly fed prescriptions like they were candy okay like steroids cortisone prescriptions everything and that adds up all my dad would ever talk about is how expensive these prescriptions are and it's funny because the last few years so i'm on my dad's um health insurance until i'm 26 this year so um the last couple years in like december there would be no co-pays for prescriptions you want to know why guys because in that that household of well three plus me i was still on the plan you want how much money was going into prescriptions? So they kind of have this plan where eventually it's like, you know, the deductibles or whatever, and woo, you get free and, and prescriptions, and now like, you're excited about but it. But it's probably like, this is like a number that you probably won't hit unless it's you like pay. It's like, It's number. probably a huge number. So between co-pays for doctors, my co-pays right now are 25 for a regular doctor and 40 for a specialist mm-hmm. per time I see them, plus prescriptions. So... That really adds up when you are constantly sick. So yeah. me, go, coming from that lifestyle, and sure, it's it's been a journey. It has not been smooth. I've, it's been a journey of weaning off prescriptions and weaning on more natural ways and kind of going back and forth a little. But overall, I'm confident we are still spending somewhere around the same amount. We're not saving money by any means, but we are healthier. Well, now you're funny that you say that because you just have me thinking you're, you're gonna hate me for this but Uh-oh. i'm like it's just like having a tesla and buy or buying uh buying an old car it's like you're buying that cheap car <laughs> you're buying that cheap car because it's like yo this is why i could afford he's been uh, obsessed I, I, with I, I, teslas I, I, lately I, I, don't mind dog. him it sounds really random because you don't know what this household has been like for a couple weeks dog all right let me, let me let me get this video. off let me get this off like i was trying to say <laughs> So it's like buying a Tesla where it's like, yo, you don't have as long as you maintain the bare minimum things that you have, which is literally not much. Mm -hmm. You're good. You eat good. You're good. But if you get that cheap car, yeah, you're going to have issues. You're going to have brakes. You got to change. You're going to have oil. You got to put in like. But it's just funny because my point goes with, yes, it's not cheap to live this way to constantly go to follow-ups with my naturopath and to you know have still the high quality supplements my add uh-huh. they are not from gnc and walmart and nature made and all that crap yeah. because that stuff does nothing so they are through my doctor they are very high quality supplements which you wouldn't believe how much i'm paying for these things um so between that and the food and everything mm-hmm. 
it's not easy to afford it. But if you break down how much you actually are going to end up spending if you feed your family crap and then get super, everyone gets sick more often from it and needs medications more often from it and X, Y, Z, it might be a little easier to stomach the switch then. Um, You're basically just switching what you're putting that yeah. money towards. All to, right, back to the topic to get at back hand. into <laughs> the Dr. Sebi uh, thing here. So the third question that he asked the judge was, is it a fact that the father of medicine, Hippocrates, cured every disease known to mm. man? Mm. And he asked the judge, did he use herbs or chemicals? Mm. In the gerb. Uh, in the gerb. And the judge said herbs. And he said, thank you very much. I rest my case. And I was like, mic drop. Oh. And it's like, so what's crazy about this, which he, which he informs us, which I didn't know, because you think, yo, if someone, if, if, uh, if they arrest you for um, practicing medicine without having a license, you're like, you're probably screwed. Mm-hmm. Like, what can you really do with that? Right. So he was uh, one of the first people to win uh this this case out of a hundred sorry not a hundred out of 781 cases that came before him at the supreme court that lost and i'm like that is crazy Mm -mm. so he says that they were unprepared for him because yeah you're probably thinking like yo i'm 781 and oh right now right right like i'm killing it no one's gonna like what like they're probably thinking what are they gonna say what is this at the time he was probably what 60 or 70 when he went to that because he was 82 in this interview. Pro, pro, so, like, they're probably pro. looking at this guy like, eh, he's getting older, he's not schooled, whatever. And, like, this guy was smart because he also came with, like, he he was he's prepared. Like, mm-hmm. he brought, like you said, 77 people along with him. And, of course, they're going to ride with this guy. Like, this guy helped them. Like, right. I would ride for him if you cured my blindness, well, you cured my diabetes. Well, that's why I'm like, so passionate oh, about my, my situation. And um, so he brought the diagnostic sheets from mm-hmm. uh, not just any regular medical school from like Honduras or anything. He went <laughs> to accredited American medical schools yeah. to, to go ahead, yo, test these people also. Mm-hmm. Like, tell me if they have AIDS. Tell me if they're, they're mm-hmm. able to see. Tell me if they have diabetes. <laughs> and it all came back that like, That's yo, insane. these people are cured. That's insane. And that is wild to me. He also had said he um was explaining like for example chemotherapy to treat cancer is acid yeah i can see that uh in it's one of those things people always say how with chemotherapy um and with antibiotics you're killing the bad stuff but you're killing the good stuff too that's the Mm -hmm. problem with it is you're kind of now you're playing this game of well i need to really get rid of that bad stuff because that's more threatening right now yeah but you're not thinking what happens if all the good stuff goes too, like, and that's why, like, even my doctor growing up, he would say when I had to take antibiotics, he'd say take probiotics at the uh, same time to kind of make it balance out. But here's the gag: I was taking probiotics that weren't good enough. Yeah, because again, that's not his field. He yeah. was in. He was the medical doctor who went to the prescription route, not the like. I know herbal this can route. help you. So he like it was very interesting. Like it's very interesting seeing how my life has unfolded and just seeing both sides. But um, yeah. So he was saying that. Um, and then da, 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 there's oh he would talk about how like mucus is the um, precursor oh, yeah. to every disease. Yeah, he said there was he one disease. Say, he would yeah he would and it makes a lot of sense sinusitis okay when you have a sinus infection okay your mucusy in the nose and in the the nasal cavities and all that and bronchitis your mucusy in the lungs pneumonia the lungs um he even talked about aids how because the the guy wanted to discount and be like how is aids from mucus and he he was saying all these different parts that had everywhere and i'm like but but i'm like this is this makes sense like i'm like again it goes back to because um all the foods that i can't eat right now they're all inflammatory however i have found specifically with dairy when i have anything dairy related i'm almost automatically more stuffy stuffed up and congested and when i it's funny because looking back in my life 
when my asthmatic cough wouldn't stop and I was not on this lifestyle, I was still eating tons of dairy. Yo, let me... And it just... it furthers it it stays mucusy and heavy and and the cough won't stop because your lungs are lined with this mucus it's awful let me find out that we're supposed to be eating grass and water from outside for us <laughs> to stay healthy like if we're trying to be like real natural and stuff Ooh. and she stuff straight from what it's from like let me start thinking like i feel like that's that's what it is because yeah maybe we're not supposed to whoever did that back a long time ago milk the cows to get this white stuff and well, drink people, it people like, always said they're like how does it make sense if we breastfeed from our mothers why are we doing the same from cows i don't i don't freaking know isn't the cow's milk for baby cows well, yeah, and he made that he made that same case Which where it's like he's like if a gorilla eats what a panda eats, that gorilla is gonna you know again it's the mutating because now yes, your body wasn't made, our body was not made to consume a cow's milk like it is our mother's milk yeah. who is a human, and that's why I'm like I'm starting Which to see things I'm starting to see things differently from this i don't know if i'm gonna make lifestyle changes because that's that's in that's itself is tough it's it's honestly it's just a hard it's a hard thing and that's why i won't proclaim that i'm a full vegan or that i don't do certain stuff or that i don't enjoy dairy and yeah. all that stuff i still do but again it's because that was my life i mean yeah. i never thought anything different and just because i got rid of it and i feel better it's also hard to shut off that part of your brain that actually enjoys it yeah like i don't know it's it's tricky um i i really don't have much else to add to this um i have a couple things one was um he talks about like africa's eating starch and blood he said when you bring the food to a lab um he's like you're not actually gonna see like anything like food related in that oh, food. Yeah, yeah. You're not like what are it's a substance now. What yeah. are you eating? Like that kind of thing. He also said, um, the thing with curing the blindness, because I think that's an interesting one. He was talking about what you have to do is you uh, have to clear the intestines. Yeah. And that made a Yo. lot of sense because people always say, was it eighty percent of your health comes from your gut? Because every again, guys, put two and two together. Everything you are eating now is going to affect your body in some way, good or bad. And it all goes to your stomach first and your digestive system. And it's just very interesting because like I had a lot of stomach problems growing up and I, I still am trying to treat those things more naturally now to have a stronger gut and like clear it out. And I could see why like, well, yeah, it kind of gets trapped in there. You know what I find interesting, which I freaking love? Like I know... <sighs> Like, so Honduras, I'm not familiar where it is on the, the geography map, but, like, a lot of things you were saying, like, remind me of, like, the Jamaican, like, side of this, where it's, like, like at the, at the end of the day, he, he didn't go to medical school. He just looked at something and broke it down to, like, mm -hmm. okay, it's, like, what solving a problem. Yeah. yeah. And it's just, like, yo, like, that's that's what I learned, like, growing up and, like, watching how my mom works, because I'm, of course, half Jamaican there. So it's like, I'm trying to, uh, I'm understanding this because, like, mom would be like, okay, take this if you're feeling like this. Like, it's all like natural things that would help. My problem is, my mom was like into the natural stuff, but she won the the quality of the stuff that we were taking wasn't really there, like I said before. And two, um, it it's hard because natural stuff. Taking natural supplements with eating like crap and with having a terrible lifestyle. Yeah, it's not going to do anything. It's not going to cancel it out. It's not like but, magically going to kind of make it so you can do whatever you want See, still. but it's it also comes down to like your your culture. Because I feel like... Yeah. Yeah, this probably... This works. Hey, and, Italians love cheese. So saying, that's like, where I got it. This works <laughs> in Jamaica. This... Like the, the stuff that we're saying that we like... Let's say Jamaicans would bring to America wouldn't probably work for the regular American because yo you're eating horribly. Oh, side note, um, the whole salt water gargling salt water like to help your throat or your colds or whatever. Yeah. My naturopath said hundred percent does not work. I it doesn't that, make any like, sense. So because growing up again, my like my mom would have me do that or I would try it. People would tell me that. And people still swear by it. So I'm like, it doesn't go in your throat it's, at all. And I mean, it does because you're gargling it. But I mean, I, um, me, it never did. <laughs> I never swallowed but, it. 
Well, no, but okay. Anyways, so she said she's like when she was in medical school, her and some colleagues literally like broke everything down, like molecular levels and like did this whole experiment and basically completely disproved that theory. And I was like so like blown away by that. I'm like, okay, go you. <laughs> so yeah. that was interesting. Um, the last thing I'll leave it with. He said, uh, whenever you put something in your mouth, it'll serve you well and support your nervous mm. system. If not, you'll find yourself stressed and sick. Yeah. Which is very, yeah. very true. Very true. It's, and it's, again, it's hard. And I'm not perfect by any means. And I still enjoy bad things. But um, yeah, it's very true because, yeah, again, when, when we eat these yucky things. Well, that's the thing, too. And I, I kind of do believe it because we're still very much meat eaters. A lot of vegans say how they have even more energy and health when you get rid of the meat. So mm-hmm. like you and me, we're plant-based to a degree, um, except for the meat part. Yeah. So if we were to eliminate meat altogether, I feel like even more so. Like I do believe so I'm, I'm it. I'm totally down. Like supposedly it, it, it could be a rumor because we're recording this on April Fool's, but uh, <laughs> what do you call it? I showed you earlier. Burger King, Burger King came out and said they're going to be having a uh, Whopper patty. Yeah, so zero beef, mm-hmm. and I'm like, that is interesting. Which, but the bun is still gluten, well, so I'm like, well, gluten. So for me, but when it that. comes to vegans, I also said though, I'm like, okay, but now Burger King has to come out with vegan cheese and vegan buns because I don't think people always realize that there could there could be stuff in the buns too. Like a vegan's not yeah, going yeah. to eat half vegan stuff if you're an actual like vegan vegan you're not gonna like sacrifice because a lot of times it has to do for the well-being of the animals that you're very passionate about that so like yeah but anyways this kind of tied into the whole passing uh because of the documentary he was gonna do and how um then dr sebi ended up dying and it just essentially with with (sighs) nipsey dying it kind of triggered everyone because i was reading the comments it kind of triggered everyone to look into this guy and to learn more and hey that in itself could be the spark that changes some at least one person's diet and passes it on to someone else like it, it sucks that someone has to die for it but in somewhere in this is going to be a change that's going to benefit someone i think it's ridiculous that we like set some of these celebrities up to fail because some of these celebrities it's like they're just they end up getting killed essentially let's talk about this i'm kind of sad for nipsey oh sorry i'm Ugh. not trying to be insensitive like, I'm, it just, sucks. I'm just even saying it, i think because if you look at all the celebrities that have died well, like sucks i don't even think if this isn't a conspiracy it <laughs> sucks to know that my own friend, like supposedly this could have been a kid that, uh, not a kid, but a guy that he knew since he was a kid. Mm-hmm. And it's like, if that is the case, if that is true, my Wait. own friend can kill me. Oh, wow. So you're real life. Me. Yeah. Uh, oh, never mind. I understood that different. I get, yeah. I get what you're saying now. What? <laughs> never mind. It took a second to process. But I'm like, that's so crazy. Like, my own friend can kill me. Well, that's what's... And it's just like, yo, I'm. You see me. You see, I'm building something, and uh-huh. you're upset probably because what? I didn't give you money or something. It's got. A, it's that person's. And it's just like sure. what? I'm. I'm working so hard. I have a family. Like this guy has a kid and a wife, and it's just like what? I saw. I saw something. It was really sad. It was about how like the girl. Isn't the girl's name Lauren? No, Laura. Laura. Okay. Well, um, I saw something about how. You know, they said and how like to think about how she's going to bed tonight alone and how they woke up yesterday and everything was normal and all this stuff. And you never really know. And again, add with it. He's he was what, eight years older than us. So like it's it's very terrifying. It's very um, there's a, a, a reality shock there that. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like you just never know. And it's it, it just it sucks. I really hope that Nick Cannon does complete this documentary documentary and, and it alive. does come out. <laughs> God, that's scary. Um, then you think it's either it's scary because he's taking it up or he's in on it. Uh, no. No. That's not... Okay. I'm not going with that, that fake conspiracy there. I don't believe Fake, so. fake. Oh, that's what I was going to say too is if you look at all the celebrities that have died by suicide though or apparent suicide, I don't believe it. I don't believe a lot of this stuff. I don't but believe it. There's well, so many. Like, no. We'll take a step by no. step. Um, so Terrible. if you are interested after hearing us talk, 
definitely look up Dr. Sebi. Look at everything he believes in. Some of the videos I wanted to get in that are on YouTube were like, you know, he said like certain foods that you should eat, some foods that you should eat, be eating. And I was curious to know what his thoughts were on that. So I, I plan on watching that video at some point and just like learning more because I, I also wanted to dig up to see if there's like a video of like these people that, you know, maybe they posted on YouTube saying, hey, I'm cured of blindness because of Dr. Sebi. You would think there's at least one person that has made a video that probably has, like said some this. testimonial like i'm so interested to know to hear about this because it's it's that's that's incredible nonetheless to be healed naturally and not be you know having to worry about aids or blindness or I diabetes could, and all that i could only imagine because it's like for me i had severe asthma to the point where i'd always have sinus infection or bronchitis then i'd have antibiotics and the infection would supposedly go away and then I'd have this barking cough for like two months straight, bruising my ribs, being annoying, not being able to sleep, not being able to talk. Like it was crazy. Um, and that would happen multiple times a year. Um, and through this lifestyle change, I mean, it's been monumentally better. Mm -hmm. Like when the first winter I went through, I had started with this doctor in July of 2017. The first winter I went through, I didn't have a cough until April. That was monumental for me. And even when I got that cough, it was like a couple weeks. So like that was less than a year. And at that point, I was only not doing gluten and dairy because at that point we didn't know about eggs and almonds. So, I mean, that alone is a huge testimonial. So I could just imagine if someone is cured of something 10 times worse than that, like AIDS and cancer and all that devastating stuff. That's that's yeah. insane. That's awesome. Yeah. That is so cool. So really we just wanted to make this friday episode to, to shed light onto this um you know rp to nipsey hustle and also to the doctor unfortunately but hopefully this enlightens someone makes them want to change their diet live healthier you know it, yeah just making your days better that's that's all we got to do um on that note i'm cool to to wrap this one out it's it's getting a little sad now <laughs> good i'm good all right guys <laughs> so oh boy here we go we gotta bring back the happiness up in here oh boy all right that was like a light <laughs> switch <laughs> all right so if you're watching this on youtube please give us a like comment subscribe if you're listening to this on itunes please give us a rate review tell who us how we're he? doing who is he oh man <laughs> Um, you know, like a little tornado over here. <laughs> thank, thank you guys for listening. <laughs> Much appreciated as always. Thank you for the support. Um, I, I totally appreciate it. It's it's so fun doing these these recordings and just talking. It's dope. Um, once again, I am the greater half of Paging oh the Simpsons, Shadell. Hi. <laughs> I'm joined by my second greater the half, even greater half, Lauren. <laughs> And uh, we will catch you guys next Tuesday. And we will try not to lie next time. Hopefully. But we can't help what happens in real time. So, yeah, it wasn't yeah. our fault. Okay? Okay. <laughs> All right, guys. Bye. Peace. That was a Titan Cast episode.